kichwa cha nyoka sio eti kumchukua na kumfunga kwa mti hapana lakini ammalize kabisa na kumsiaga kwa shotem who really has power ili kumuonyesha kwamba kwa kweli ni nani aliye na nguvu and he dealt the serpent a fatal blow na. right from the word go he didn't say oh let me meet tomorrow let us discuss it tomorrow discuss it and see what kind of penalty no a fatal blow right instant na kumpatia shetani pigo na kuwa papo hapo akatuweka huru what a beautiful god what a mighty god what a mighty mighty god he dealt the serpent a fatal blow right away the sons of god they are aware of this and he saying that therefore from that point on there would be two humanities the sons of the woman and the sons of the serpent and that is why it's so important tonight that we define who are the sons of god who are those i watched and i saw worshiping before the throne of yahweh because in our scripture study that we had on wednesday and friday we saw that creation is groaning for the revelation of the sons of god that when the sons of god will enter into their freedom of their glory in the freedom of their glory then even creation will enter with them into that millennial reign of the Christ. The millennial reign that you see described that that Isaiah saw in Isaiah 65. Wow, utawala wa elfu moja. <laughs> The millennial reign of the Messiah. And so then it it, it threw forth a begging question, a crying question. Who are these sons of God? That are so celebrated by scripture. And what is their identity? Can I be one of them? How do I get to know if I'm one of them? Or if I'm not? That is what we are addressing tonight. We are giving you a barometer, a spiritual barometer that you may open your tongue and put it there. Remember the days when the doctors brought a thermometer and dipped between your tongue? and put it there for you and they said close your mouth they said close your mouth I'm coming he went there to do a syringe and he was doing this he was knocking the syringe doing whatever as he has left then he comes pulls it out he checks it today we are giving you a barometric test for your spiritual life hallelujah that we may lay out and exposition out the true identity of the church of Christ because there is so much confusion on the earth there are churches where there is immorality rife there is money money sexual sin everything is there and the Lord is saying no in the Bible I have defined my church the Bible is our meter is our balance our weighing scale to be able to tell how did Jesus himself define his own church the true church the church I saw worshipping in heaven oh how long all of you could enter heaven I would celebrate that day because we would defeat the devil and send him to hell alone with his demons alone okay now if your microphone is long then you ask them to increase your volume because people want to hear what you are saying we have so many nations all the way from Djibouti from uh, Somali, coming to Kenya, Tanzania Uganda, Rwanda, Burundi, down all the way to Mozambique and South Africa and also globally they are speaking Swahili there are many Swahili speaking globally so hallelujah hallelujah so this is a critical time in the history of the church it is very important at this hour that we define the church the true church of christ thank you so much senior bishop
but she needs to be asking by herself so you help her and you need also to be monitoring and knowing when to raise because we want everybody to enter the kingdom of glory hallelujah hallelujah and so he says here that he brings the messiah to crush the head of the serpent a fatal blow right from the garden that is the body the Lord God he brought a fatal blow to, to wickedness to the forces of darkness and evil right from the garden and he subdued them right there he finished them right there did he say that there would be no consequence for us and for, for the messiah no he said the serpent will strike his heel but he would crush him fatally finish him he would terminate him and that is what we celebrate and the sons of God are aware of that and so there are two lineages there is one lineage that are the people of God sons of God up there is the Messiah and they are now the descendants they are the brothers and sisters of the king but there is another lineage of humanity that he classifies as the sons of the serpent the offsprings of Satan the workers of darkness those that are fighting their gender of God so the sons of God are aware of this then after that now came the book of John John chapter 3 verse 16 for God so loved the world so much that he gave his one and only begotten son but before we go to John 3.16 there is a very important aspect that I want you to understand the sons of God are aware of they are aware of the consequences the severe consequences of sin they are aware of the deadliness of sin of the deadly consequences of sin they are aware that sin is terrible of the dire consequences of sin and one of the things they are aware of and the consequence of sin that exalts the supremacy of the Christ the value of Christ and his cross in the church the value of Christ and his blood in the church one of the things they are aware of that does that is Genesis 3.24 when finally God shut down man he closed man out he closed him out closed him out he shut the way that leads to God the way that leads to where the tree of life is just be aware that at the tree of life is where God the father himself is and he says in Genesis 3.24 he says the following Genesis 3.24 he says after he drove the man out he placed on the east side of the garden of Eden Kerubim and a flaming sword flashing back and forth to guard the way to the tree of life at the tree of life that's where God the father is the throne of God and then you have the river behind there and the tree on both sides the Lord has privileged me on this mission to be aware of that to visit those places. If you need to drink a drink to sharpen your words, you do that. So, so, so can, can you move on now? Can, can, can you put the cloud on the screen, please? And get me off here.
cherubim of glory. Ya kwamba aliweka makerubi wa utukufu. He placed the cherubim of glory. Aliweka makerubi wa utukufu. To guard the way that leads the tree of life. Ili kulinda njia inayoenda kwa mti wa uzima. That is the way that leads to where God is. Hiyo ndiyo njia inayoenda mahali ambapo Mungu yupo. At the tree of life. Katika mti wa uzima. That is where the throne is. Hapo ndipo enzi ilipo. And it's very powerful. Na ni ya nguvu kabisa. And so saying he said something so key right there. Na katika kusema hivyo alisema jambo lilonyeti kabisa pale. Because you can see very clearly. Kwa sababu mnaweza kuona kwa wanzi kabisa. That the Lord has shut the way to where he is. And separated man. Ya kwamba Mungu alikuwa amefunga njia kuelekea mahali alipo na kumtenganisha kabisa mwanadamu. And he has separated them with cherubim and flaming sword. Na amewatenganisha kabisa na makerubi na upanga unaouaka moto. And that flaming sword represents the judgment of God against sin. Na huo upanga unaouaka moto unawakilisha hukumu ya dhambi dhidi ya dhambi. And the separation the man has now entered into between him and God. Na kujitenganisha ambako sasa mwanadamu ameingia kwayo kati yake na Mungu. The relationship that began with walking with God, loving God. Uhusiano ambao ulianza na kutembea na Mungu, kumpenda Mungu. And fellowship with God. Na kushiriki pamoja na Mungu. And walking with him in the cool of the day on a daily basis. Na kutembea pamoja naye katika utulivu wa jioni kila siku. Until they could hear the footprints of God. Hadi waliweza kusikia nyayo za Mungu. The footsteps of God. Nyayo za in the visions where I have walked with God I've shared with you globally. Katika maono ambayo nimetembea pamoja na Mungu nimeshiriki pamoja nanyi kote kote ulimwenguni. Ni ajabu ya ajabu kabisa. Na kila wakati yeye huwa anatembea upande wangu wa kuume. Until one time. Hadi wakati mmoja when I asked. Nilipouliza. When I said can I see he that walks with me? Niliposema kwamba je ninaweza kumwona yeye atembea pamoja nami? That night. Usiku huo. Kneeling down there. Nikiwa magoti pale. And saying so in prayer. Na nikisema hivi when I fell asleep, immediately we were walking together again. And when when you walk with the Lord, the glory is unbelievable. The glory is all over there. All over you and everywhere. But that day, then he allowed a little bit of the garment. I think we stop it right there. A little bit of the garment, the, the radiance of the, the garment like this ahead. Because I had asked for. And so walking with God is not a joke. They were walking with God on a daily basis in the garden of Eden. And the footprints of God. They could hear the footprints of God walking in the cool of the day. A relationship that began with loving God. And God loving his creation. Fellowshiping with God. Walking with God. After they fell to sin. It became running away. Fleeing from God. Fearing God. And hiding there. I saw you in the garden. I heard your footprints in the garden. As you were walking in the cool of the day. And I feared. And for the first time. The word fear was inserted in the Bible. For the first time fear entered the life of man. Because Until today they live in fear, fear, fear. Someone is going to kill you. Someone is going to do this. Fear 24/7. It started from right there. That I heard you coming in the garden, your footprints walking in the garden, the cool of the day, and I feared. And I ran away to hide from you. And The same fear you see propelled propagating until today. Hallelujah. And then after that. You see now. In the book of John. John chapter 3:16. As an introduction. Kama utangulizi usiku wa leo. 
John 3:16. Kitabu cha Yohana sura 3:16. In our introduction to define the sons of God. Katika utangulizi wetu ili kutambulisha wana wa Mungu. John 3:16 says. Kitabu cha Kitabu cha Yohana 3:16 anasema For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life but have everlasting life and then you see now Genesis 3:21 in our introduction tonight Genesis 3:21 he says the lord god made garments of skin for adam and his wife Bwana Mungu akawatengenezea Adamu na mkewe mavazi ya ngozi and clothed them. Na akawavika. And yet he said. Na ilhali alisema in the book of Matthew. Kwenye kitabu cha Mathayo. Matthew chapter 6. Mathayo sura ya 6. Verse 30. Mstari wa 30. Amplified he says. Tafsiri ya Amplified anasema But if God so clothed the grass of the field which today is alive and green and tomorrow is tossed away into the furnace will he not much more surely clothe you Je hatawavika ninyi zaidi sana ye of little faith ninyi wenye imani haba Will he not much more surely clothe you? Je hatawavika zaidi ninyi? And King James says. Na tafsiri ya King James anasema. He says. Anasema. Shall he not much more clothe you? Ya kwamba je hatawavika ninyi zaidi? The book of Revelation chapter 19. Kitabu cha Ufunuo sura ya 19. As we finish our introduction tonight. Tunapomalizia utangulizi wetu usiku wa leo. Verse 8. Mstari wa 8. He say fine linen. Anasema kitani safi. Right and clean. Cheupe kinachong'aa. Was given to her to wear. Akapewa ili avae. And finest linen. Na hiyo kitani safi. Stands for the righteous acts of God's holy people. Inawakilisha matendo ya haki ya watu watakatifu wa Mungu. Na kwa hivyo watu wabarikiwa. This is the foundation for tonight's message. Huu ndio msingi wa ujumbe wa usiku wa leo. That the sons of God. Ya kwamba wana wa Mungu. Are very much alive to this. Wanajua vyema kabisa hii. They are alive to the consequences of sin. Wanajua sana kuhusiana na madhara ya dhambi. The dangers of sin. Hatari za dhambi. The deadliness of sin. Uhatari wa dhambi. The perilousness of sin. Janga la dhambi. They are aware. Wanajua. That God judges sin. Ya kwamba Mungu anahukumu dhambi. And that the wages of When you are thrown into the lake of fire. Wakati utakapotupwa katika ziwa la moto. And so I want us to take a quick short break. Kwa hivyo nataka tuchukue pumziko fupi la haraka. When we come back. Tutakaporudi. I'll delve right straight into the thick of it. Nitaingia moja kwa moja ndani ya nyama yake. And begin handling the process. Na kuanza kuangazia kushughulikia sasa hatua. Of defining the sons of God. Ya kuwatambulisha wana wa Mungu. In the mighty name of Jesus. Katika jina kuu la Yesu. Amen. Amina. Maranatha. Maranatha. Na. So blessed people turn with me right away the book of Genesis. Kwa hivyo watu wabarikiwa geuka pamoja nami moja kwa moja kwenye kitabu cha mwanzo. We have seen in the book of Genesis chapter 3. Tumeona kwenye kitabu cha mwanzo sura ya 3. Verse 24. Mstari wa 24. We have seen that out of the fall. Tumeona kwamba kutokana na mwanguko. Out of the fall to sin. Kutokana na mwanguko katika dhambi. Now the Lord shut the door. Sasa Bwana aliufunga mlango. He shut the door. Aliufunga mlango. Because of the fall to sin. Kwa sababu ya mwanguko kwa dhambi. So the Lord essentially shut the door and put two cherubim. Kwa hivyo kimsingi Bwana aliufunga mlango na akaweka makerubi wawili. And the cherubim with flaming sword. Na makerubi pamoja na upanga unaouaka moto. back and forth. Ukienda upande zote. So it is not a, a sword that is idol. Hivyo basi sio upanga ambao haufanyi kazi. It is not a sword that is just there idol. Sio tu upanga ambao haufanyi It is an active sword. Ni upanga ambao unafanya kazi. That is ready to slaughter anybody. Ambao uko tayari kuchinja mtu yeyote. Can you reduce the volume a little bit just one notch? 
It's a flaming sword. Ni upanga unauaka moto. Just a little bit, not so much. It's a flaming sword. Ni upanga unauaka moto. That is ready to slaughter anybody. Ambao uko tayari kumchinja mtu yeyote. That is ready to slaughter anybody. Ambao uko tayari kumchinja mtu yeyote. It's a flaming sword. Ni upanga unauaka moto. That's all right now because I think reduce her volume a bit. That's a, that is ready to slaughter anybody. Ambao uko tayari kumchinja mtu yeyote. And he's saying Naye anasema that that sword. Ya kwamba upanga huo. If you want to attempt to go towards God. Kama unataka kujaribu kwenda kumwelekea Mungu. To move towards where God is. Kwenda mahali ambapo Mungu yupo. That sword will slaughter you. Upanga huo utakuchinja. There will be bloodshed. Kutakuwepo na umwagaji wa damu. The judgment of God against sin Well demonstrated right there. Hukumu ya Mungu dhidi ya dhambi imedhihirishwa vyema kabisa pale. And then when the Messiah comes we saw. Halafu wakati Masiya anapokuja tuliona. He comes in John chapter 3:16. Anakuja kwenye kitabu cha Yohana 3:16. And he went right away. Na alienda moja kwa moja. After that 69th week on the 69th week of Daniel. Baada hiyo Jumla 69 katika Jumla 69 la Daniel. He went right away. Alienda moja kwa moja. And he approached the cherubim. Na akaoendea makerubi. And he approached the sword. Na akaoendea upanga. And that sword slaughtered him. Na upanga huo ukamchinja. And he finished the sword also right there. Na akaumaliza upanga huo pia moja kwa moja pale. On the cross. Pale msalabani. He faced the sword on your behalf. Alikabiliana na panga kwa niaba yako na ukamchinja na kulikuwepo na umwagaji mwingi wa damu he removed the sword from your way na akaondoa upanga kutoka kwa njia yako and then now he took away your judgment halafu sasa akaondoa hukumu zenu the sons of god wana wa mungu they are aware of this substitute death wanajua vizuri kuhusiana na kifo hiki cha mbadala that the messiah did not just come to have a walk in the park ya kwamba masiya hakuja tu kutembea kwa urahisi no hapana a walk in the park kutembea katika mbuga ya wanyama tu kwa urahisi okay whatever that's why he did not the messiah did not just come to have a walk in the park the messiah faced the sword masiya hakuja tu kutembea katika bustani la wanyama lakini alikuja kukabiliana na upanga and the sword that was supposed to slaughter you na upanga ambao ulipaswa kuwachinja nyinyi it slaughtered him ukamchinja then he got it out of the way for you halafu akaiondoa kwa barabara kwa ajili yako the sons of god wana wa mungu are defined by this substitute death wanatambulishwa na hiki kifo cha mbadala they understand the gravity of it wanaelewa uzito wake they have received the death of jesus wamepokea kifo cha yesu and they walk in it na wanatembea ndani yake na wanaogopa na wanamuogopa bwana wanamshukuru bwana and they defend the grace na wanailinda kabisa neema na kuheshimu neema kwa sababu ya hiyo again tena that they were cherubim with with swords ya kwamba walikuwepo makerubi na upanga na upanga unauaka moto active sword upanga unaofanya kazi that is working ambao unafanya kazi uliyo tayari kuchinja ambao iliwazuia kutokana na kufikia mtu wa uzima kumfikia Mungu makerubi wa utukufu halafu anasema wakati masiya atakapokuja wakati masiya anapokuja alikabiliana na upanga on your behalf kwa niaba yako and then remove the sword halafu akaondoa upanga from the way kutoka kwa njia of those that will honor the cross ya wale ambao wataheshimu msalaba and for those that don't accept the cross na kwa wale ambao hawatakubali msalaba you still have to face the judgment of god bado mtakumbana na hukumu ya mungu the sword of god upanga wa mungu but i want us now as we begin to define the sons of god lakini ninataka sasa tunapoanza kutambulisha wana wa mungu i want us now ninataka sasa first and foremost kwanza kabisa to retract again tukaweza kurudi nyuma kidogo and tena and look at the condition of the earth owing to the fall na tukaweza kuangazia hali ya dunia kuzingatia mwanguko the condition of the earth hali ya dunia because of the fall kwa sababu ya mwanguko the book of ecclesiastes kitabu cha mhubiri as we start ecclesiastes tunapoanza kitabu cha mhubiri fuck let's begin chapter 1 wacha tuanzie na sura ya kwanza chapter 1 sura ya kwanza ecclesiastes 
muhubiri Chapter 1 verse 1 down. Sura ya kwanza mstari wa kwanza kwenda chini. And he says. Naye anasema. And I'm talking about all into the state of the fall. Nami ninazungumza kuhusiana na kuzingatia hali ya mwanguko. And what the sons of God are aware of. Na kile ambacho wana wa Mungu wanajua. For them to treasure the grace and the cross. Kwa wao kudhamini sana neema na msalaba. And he says verse 1. Na anasema mstari wa kwanza. Mstari wa pili. Meaningless meaningless. Ubatili mtupu ubatili mtupu. Says the teacher. Muhubiri asema. Utterly meaningless. Ubatili mtupu. Everything is meaningless. Kila kitu ni batili. And he goes on to say verse 3. Na anaendelea kusema mstari wa tatu. What do people gain from all their labors? Mwanadamu anafaidi nini kutokana na kazi yake yote? At which they toil under the sun. Anayotabikia chini ya jua. Generations come vizazi huja and generations go na vizazi hupita but the earth remains forever lakini dunia inadumu milele the sun rises jua huchomoza and the sun sets na jua huzama and hurries back to where it rises nalo huarakisha kurudi mawioni mwake the wind blows to the south upepo huvuma kuelekea kusini and turns to the north na kugeukia kaskazini and round and round it goes na hurudia mzunguko huo huo ever returning to his course daima ukirudia njia yake all streams flow into the sea mito yote hutiririkia baharini yet the sea is never full hata hivyo bahari kamwe haijai to the place the streams come from mahali mito inapotoka there they return again huko hurudi tena all things are wearisome vitu vyote vinachosha more than one can say zaidi kuliko mtu anavyoweza kusema i never sees enough for his seeing Never has enough for his seeing. Jicho kamwe halitosheki kutazama. No the ear its feel of hearing. Wala sikio halishibi kusikia. What has been will be again. Kile kilichokuwepo kitakuwepo tena. What has been done will be done again. Kile kilichofanyika kitafanyika tena. There is nothing new under the sun. Hakuna kilicho kipya chini ya jua. Is there anything which one can say? Look, this is something new. Je, kuna kitu chochote ambacho mtu aweza kusema tazama hiki ni kitu kipya? It was here already. Kilikuwepo hapa tangu zamani. Ago, tangu zamani za kale. Ilikuwepo kabla ya wakati wetu. No one remembers the former generations. Hakuna kumbukumbu ya watu wa zamani. And even those yet to come. Hata wale ambao hawajaja bado Na wale watakao wafuata right away from there, Moja kwa moja kutoka pale describing the condition of the earth ak- after the fall Akielezea hali ya dunia baada ya mwanguko describing what the sons of God are aware about life on this earth Na akielezea kuhusiana na kile ambacho wana wa Mungu wanajua kuhusiana na dunia hii Wanajua that life on this earth is utter futility Ya kwamba maisha hapa duniani ni ubatili mtupu It is total meaningless Haina maana kabisa kabisa It is total emptiness It is vanity and frustration You eat today Unakula leo you have to eat again You wake up today Unamkalao you wake up again And when you leave you, when you leave you are like a, a breeze a vapor a smoke in this part cannot remember that you are here Kama watu wapita njia. Kama watu wapita njia. Kama watu wapita njia. Kama 
they live as permanent residents of the earth. But the sons of God. But the Bible celebrates in Romans chapter 8. Verses 17 to 25. Time on the earth. They lived as strangers. They knew that life here is temporary. They knew they are pilgrims. They are simply passing by. And they focused on the kingdom of glory. Sons of men. The sons of God. Separated from the sons of the world. They are separated from the sons of the world. I'm talking about the sons of God that creation is longing and sighing. They are writhing in pain for the day they will be revealed. I'm talking about the rapture church. The church I saw inside the kingdom of glory in that vision when God took me to heaven. He said they are very much aware of the vanity of life on the earth. That out of the fall you cannot bank on this earth. You cannot trust the earth. You cannot lay your life here. That you have to prepare for the perfect kingdom. For the perfect dwelling. The kingdom of God. That even the body you wear is temporary. Perishable. They are going to enter adoption. 
adoption of sonship. Wanaenda kuingia katika uwana. Wanaenda kuingia katika uwana. They are going to be sons of God. Wanaenda kuwa wana wa Mungu. And remember sons have inheritance. Na, they, are, they have rights in the family. Nakumbuka ya kwamba, kumbuka ya kwamba wana wanaurithi, wao ni warithi. Heirs to the throne. Warithi wa enzi. Heirs the kingdom of God. Warithi wa ufalme wa Mungu. They enter the royal family. Wanaingia katika familia hii. Wanaingia katika ile familia hii. I saw them worshiping before the Lord inside the kingdom of glory. Niliwaona wakiabudu mbele enzi ya Mungu ndani ya ufalme wa I have come back as a first hand first eyewitness to give an eyewitness account. Nimerudi kama shahidi wa kwanza ili kwamba kupeana shahidi wa macho kwa macho. That I have seen the sons of God. Ya kwamba nimewaona wana wa Mungu. the glorious church of Christ. Nimeona kanisa la utukufu la Kristo. I've seen already appear before the throne of Yahweh. Nimemwona tayari akiwa amesimama mbele ya enzi ya Yahweh. Beautiful worship in the history of creation. Katika ibada iliyokupendeza kabisa katika historia ya umati. I have seen the church reveal inside the kingdom of glory. Nimeona kanisa likifunuliwa katika ndani ya ufalme wa Mungu. It was such a celebratory day. The entire heaven was celebrating. The entire people are worshiping and tears falling. Na ilikuwa siku ya kusherekea kabisa kabisa mbingu yote mzima ilikuwa inasherekea. When I looked at their faces they were so happy. Some were worshiping and tears were flowing as they were worshiping the Lord finally inside the kingdom of glory. Never to be removed from there by anybody. Kanisa hilo wakati nilipoangalia nyuso za kumuhimidi This is a very important message. Huu ni ujumbe ambao ni wa muhimu sana. Because he's talking about literally identifying the church that I have seen in heaven. Kwa sababu kimsingi anazungumza kuhusiana kutambulisha kanisa ambalo nimeona mbinguni. And I'm giving you a first hand eyewitness account. Na ninawapatia ile ushahidi wa kwanza kabisa. That's why the Lord took me there to see Dio, that I may come back and tell you. Ndio sababu that bwana, you may develop a longing for it. Ndio sababu Bwana alinipeleka huko kuona ili kwamba nirudi hapa nikawaambie ili kwamba mpate kuwa na kutamani. And so now. Na kwa hivyo sasa. He's saying. Anasema. Ecclesiastes chapter 1. Kutoka kwenye kitabu cha mhubiri sura ya kwanza. And also to Isaiah chapter 24:4-6. Na pia kwenye kitabu cha Isaiah 24 mstari wa 4 hadi 6. He talk about the vanity of life on this earth. Anazungumza kuhusiana na ubatili wa maisha hapa duniani. And he talk about the futility of human effort and life on this earth. Na anazungumza kuhusiana na utupu. nothing is hell. Na anazungumza kuhusu na ubatili utupu wa jitihada za binadamu hapa duniani hivyo basi you'll see him focusing people focusing his sons elsewhere let us move on mtamuona sasa akifanya wanawake wana watoto wake wapate kulenga mahali kwingine wote before we go there romans chapter 3 lakini wacha tu kabla tuende pale tuende kwenye kitabu cha warumi sura ya 3 utility on this earth ubatili wa maisha haya the vanity of life here utupu wa maisha hapa Romans chapter 3. Kitabu cha Warumi sura ya 3. Let us read verse 23. Wacha tuseme mstari wa 23. Because of the fall, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Na anasema kwa sababu ya mwanguko, kwa maana wote wametenda dhambi na kupungukiwa na utukufu wa Mungu. The sons of God. Wana wa Mungu. Aware of this. Wanajua hili. And therefore, na kwa hivyo, they don't fool around with sin. Hawafanyi upuzi na dhambi. The sexual sin you see all over the hii dhambi ya usharati ambayo mnaona kote kote kanisa dhambi ya usharati kote kote duniani the more modern the worse of insexual sin kadri ilivyo kisasa zaidi ndivyo ilivyo mbaya zaidi na dhambi ya usharati anasema anasema hapana the sons of god are aware of the consequences of sin but the wages of sin is death let us read Romans chapter 6 also. Ya kwamba anasema ya kwamba wana wa Mungu wanajua kuhusiana na madhara ya dhambi ya kwamba mshahara wa dhambi ni mauti. Wacha tusome kitabu cha Warumi sita pia. Hey. Hey. And he says. Na anasema. Romans 6:23. Kitabu cha Warumi 6:23. to the fall in the garden. Kuzingatia mwanguko katika bustani. For the wages of sin is death. Kwa maana mshahara wa dhambi ni mauti. And then he talks about the gift of life. Alafu anazungumza kuhusiana na karama ya uzima. Romans chapter 5:12. Kitabu cha Warumi sura ya 5:12. Because of the 
all life on the earth the futility of life on this earth tunaangazia ubatili wa maisha hapa duniani kwa sababu ya mwanguko kwa sababu ya mwanguko haleluya haleluya romans chapter 5:12 kitabu cha warumi sura 5:12 therefore just as sin entered the world through one man kwa hiyo kama vile dhambi ilivyoingia ulimwenguni kupitia kwa mtu mmoja and death through sin na kupitia dhambi hii and in the same way death came to all men Mauti ikawafikia watu wote because all sin kwa sababu wote wamefanya dhambi the sons of men are aware of this wana wa Mungu wanajua hii this is what exalts in their hearts the mission of the Christ hii ndio ambayo inakwenza katika mioyo zao tume misheni ya Kristo so if the earth hivyo basi kama dunia if the earth is this futile kama dunia ni ubatili namna hii is this terrible ni mbaya namna hii then how does the lord now all have sinned huh? all have sinned the earth is futile hivyo basi wote wametenda dhambi dunia ni tupu kabisa na haina maana the earth is in some uselessness the dunia iko katika kukosa maana fulani na wote wametenda dhambi how does the lord now cut out for himself a people unto himself je ni vipi people unto the lord calling them sons of god ni vipi ambavyo sasa bwana anajitengea mwenyewe watu wa mungu watu wanaoitwa wana wa mungu look at how now he, he urges god demands that his people focus on the eternal kingdom of glory tazama look at how he does that tazama jinsi ambavyo anafanya hivyo mungu anaamrisha na kudai kwamba watu wake wakapate kulenga kwa ufalme wa utukufu kitabu cha watesalonike wa kwanza geuka pamoja nami pale watu wabarikiwa watesalonike wa kwanza geuka pamoja nami pale sura ya 4 i'm reading 16 and 17 ninasoma mstari wa 16 na 17 now this is the promise that comes now to the sons of god sasa hii ndio ahadi ambayo inawajia wana wa mungu and because of this promise they now change their life na kwa sababu ya ahadi hii sasa unabadilisha maisha yao within the backdrop of the hopelessness and the meaninglessness and the uselessness of life on the earth katika kuwepo na kukosa tumaini kukosa maana kabisa the na utupu kukosa udhamana kabisa kwa maisha hapa duniani in the background of that katika uwepo wa hiyo then comes this promise hapo basi inakuja ahadi hii so wanaishikilia kwa udhabiti sana kwa udhamana wana wa mungu who is the son of god who are the sons of god je wana wa mungu ni kina nani identities before we go to identities Jay. just some of the, the hallmarks of our life je vitambulisho vyake ni kina nani the hallmarks of our life things that matter to her what she's aware of her enlightenment what instructs her walk what instructs her walk hallelujah hallelujah the things that instruct her walk vitu ambavyo vinaongoza mtembeo wake and it says here na anasema hapa Turn with me right again first Thessalonians chapter 4:16-17 says Tena kitabu cha Thessalonike wa kwanza sura ya 4:16-17 anasema For the Lord himself will come down from heaven Kwa maana Bwana mwenyewe atashuka chini toka mbinguni With the loud command Akitoa amri kuu And with the voice of the archangel Pamoja na sauti ya malaika mkuu And with the trumpet call of God Na sauti ya tarumbeta ya Mungu And the dead in Christ will rise First. After that we who are still alive. Baada ya hilo sisi tulio hai bado. And are left. Tuliosalia. We'll be caught up together with them in the clouds. Tutanyakuliwa pamoja nao katika mawingu. To meet the Lord in the air. Ili kumlaki Bwana hewani. And so we will be with the Lord forever. Hivyo tutakuwa pamoja na Bwana milele. Therefore encourage each other with these wonderful words of glory. Hivyo kwa hiyo farijianeni kwa maneno haya ya kupendeza ya utukufu. Anasema the sons of god the rapture church ya kwamba wana wa mungu kanisa la unyakuzi the true church of christ kanisa la kweli la kristo that carries the cross ambalo linabeba msalaba that jesus himself died for and defined ambalo yesu mwenyewe alimfilia akamtambulisha he loves them this much anawapenda sana kiasi hiki 
the Lord himself will come down from heaven as a chief shepherd and shout and his sheep will be drawn towards him. Ambapo anasema kwamba Bwana mwenyewe atashuka toka mbinguni kama mchungaji mkuu na kupanza sauti na Kama mchungaji mwema na ukondo wake watamsikia na kumwendea. Wanajua that within the uselessness of the life of this earth there is this promise. Ya kwamba katikati ya kukosa maana na faida kabisa kama maisha ya hapa duniani kunayo ahadi hii. So the uselessness and the hopelessness of the life on the earth. Hivyo basi kukosa maana kabisa na kukosa tumaini kabisa kwa maisha hapa duniani kuzingatia dhambi. And the fall. Na mwanguko. That uselessness. Huko kukosa maana. It makes them validate this promise here this blessing of god you know, they now validate it exalt it and treasure it and jealously guard it wana, ina, they work for it they kwamba, toil for it this is all they live for now the kingdom of glory coming inawafanya ya kwamba wapate kudhamini kabisa na kukumbatia sana kabisa ahadi hii wanaifanya kazi kwa jitihada kabisa kabisa i said the hopelessness of the fall of the life on the earth it helps them now grasp this very strong nilisema ya kwamba kukosa tumaini kwa maisha hapa duniani kwa sababu ya mwanguko inawafanya wakumbatie hii kabisa kwa udhamana they now behold the salvation jealously sasa wanaukumbatia na kushika wokovu kwa wivu have you held the salvation of god jealously modern day church Umeushikilia wokovu wa Mungu kwa wivu kabisa kanisa la kisasa. Wana wa Mungu. They treasure the salvation of the grace. They treasure literally treasure. Wanadhamini sana kabisa. Like this nobody take away from them. Holding like that very tight. Wanadhamini sana kabisa wokovu wa neema wanaishikilia kwa dhabiti kwa huku kabisa kabisa na kukaza kabisa. Hakuna yeyote ambaye anaweza kuwapokonya. Have you jealously guarded the salvation of the cross you behold? Je. The grace you behold? Je. Instead, there has been a serious abuse of the grace. Je, umeshikilia kwa udhabiti kabisa na kulinda kwa wivu kabisa wokovu wa neema ulionao badala yake wameitusi kabisa serious abuse unbelievable abuse of the grace has been in the house of god of this age every narrative here about the sons of god comes against you so you have to come back in repentance comes up against this generation. And he says that now because of that promise. Then now Hebrews. The book of Hebrews chapter 12. Can we meet there? Hebrews 12:28-29. Kitabu cha Hebrews 12:28-29. He said therefore since we are receiving a kingdom that can never be shaken let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and fear and awe for our God is a consuming fire that the sons of God God demands of them to be heavenly focused that because of the uselessness of life on this earth and because of the treasure promised where God himself will step down from heaven to take you the treasure as a jewel as a treasure of heaven that he will not send anybody else he will come down himself to come and take you to the kingdom prepared for you before the foundations of the earth and so he says that because of that promise within the backdrop of the uselessness of the life of this earth 
duniani. Then he now says. Basi anasema. Therefore. Live your life. Ishini maisha yano. In a manner that is thankful. Kulinga, acceptable. Katika namna ambayo ni akushukuru. Amba inakubalika. Live your life. Ishini maisha yano. In a manner that is thankful to your God. Kwa namna. Your attitude. Kwa namna ambayo ni ashukrani. Kupeana shukrani kwa mungu wenu. As the present day church. Live their lives in a manner. That is showing gratitude for the cross. Che. That Jesus went and died for them. Absolute no. Che. Kanisa la sasa hivi je? Je, kanisa la sasa hivi limeishi maisha yao kwa namna ambayo inapeana shukrani kwa maisha ambayo Yesu alipeleka msalabani? Hapana kabisa. Na anasema, Have you really lived your Christian life in a manner that shows your gratitude to God?